together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, the readings are quite beautiful. All of them are exceptionally well. But allow me to look into two of these uh, four great readings. The, the second reading of Timothy and the, the Gospel of Luke. If you go to, if you go to the Gospel of Luke, there are two people that Jesus wants us to look into them. But rather, there is also a question that Jesus is trying to, to answer. Uh, there is a dilemma that he tries to, to unpack. And the problem that we are dealing with are those people who feel that they are righteous. The people who feel that they are holy than thou. The people who feel that they are better than the other. The people who are condescending on others and those who are forever judgmental and criticize others. To some degree, most of us, if not all of us, enter into that trap. And so Jesus gives us an example of two people. One of them is a Pharisee. And obviously by now you know that a Pharisee uh, is a religious person who comes from this sect uh, within a, a Jewish culture and literally they are a segregated group. They feel and they think that they are separated, hence the word Pharisee, that what it means to be separated, but they are separated by law because they feel and they believed that they were the better ones, they were the chosen ones of all the other groups. But also you find what I call a tax collector, someone who was terrible, who literally robbed people of their assets, who was a criminal in many ways. Not all tax collectors were that, but a great number of them enriched themselves by taking from the people. Both of these are going up to the temple to pray. But the Pharisee goes a little bit further as he goes to God to pray and he now starts telling God how good he is. He says to God, I thank you, I'm not like the rest of them. I'm not an adulterer. I don't steal. I fast. I pray. And I tithe. I'm not like this tax collector. It reminds me of a homily once given by Father Nkululego Meiwa of Mrs. Smith. There was a lady, her name was Mrs. Smith, as she was known. Every time Father will preach, she will go outside at the back and say, Thank you, Father. There was such a powerful homily. I hope 
The Nigels heard it. The next time Father preaches, she's the first one to go to Father. What a beautiful homily. I hope the Kumalos heard it. And Father preaches again. Oh, Father, you spoke to me. And Father, for the first time, thought Mrs. Smith has now absorbed the beauty of the homily. And Father said, wow, did you enjoy it? He says, yes, Father, I did. And I'm glad my, my daughter was there. It was meant for her. Then also, Father preached. Mrs. Smith went and she was in tears. And she said, Father, how did you know we are going through this as a family? And Father said, well, it's the Holy Spirit. And Mrs. Smith said, I'm glad my husband was around to listen to this. He needed to hear this. Then there was a day when there was a dilemma when there was only Mrs. Smith in the church. And Father said, aha, now it's my time to speak to Mrs. Smith. Then Father prepared a beautiful homily that was literally directed to Mrs. Smith. And Mrs. Smith at the end of the Mass went to Father and said, Father, what a beautiful homily. And Father said, wow, did you enjoy it? He said, of course, it's a pity that those who needed to hear it were not at Mass. Sometimes that can be our attitude, yeah? I'm always okay. I'm always right. The problem is always with someone else. And that can be a, a huge downfall to our spiritual growth. And so to some degree, we can be like Pharisees. It's them, not me. But what I know and what I've come to appreciate if I want to grow, I need to be honest with myself. And I need to take ownership where I have messed up, like the tax collector. He cannot go further. He cannot lift up his eyes. He only says, I have sinned. I have messed up up and once again i always go back to aa one of the most fundamental basic points hi my name is Timbelani, and i am an alcoholic i know myself to be an alcoholic i don't need you to tell me i don't need you to remind me any recovering alcoholic has made one of the greatest contribution to his or her life but admitting I have a problem I need help the second step that I also find absolutely amazing is to acknowledge that alcohol as alcoholism is a disease on my own I cannot deal with it but I need a power greater than myself I need God my own understanding to help me what are you struggling with what am I struggling with what do we need to own up to stop blaming everybody else no one is perfect 
The second part of this is found in the letter that St. Paul writes to Timothy. Now, Timothy is his spiritual son. And I'm begging you to go home and read 2 Timothy from uh, chapter 4. Start from the beginning. We only have from verse 6 here. But if you start from verse 1, he says, I stand before God. I stand before Jesus Christ and I earnestly urge you, I beg you, dear Timothy, preach the gospel at all times. Whether it is favorable or not favorable, always be truthful. Always be kind, but always be true to yourself. For many things will come. There will be others who will disturb you, who will distract you. And in verse 6, he uses beautiful words. This is Paul who now speaks to his son, who probably is about to die. And he says, I'm at the point of being sacrificed. The other translation says, I'm being poured out like a libation. I'm being wasted and never to be collected again. I'm at the point of being sacrificed. My time for departure has come. This is a farewell letter that Paul gives to Timothy. But these are beautiful words. He says to him, I have fought the good fight. I have run the race. I have accomplished my mission on earth. Can any of us say the same? Looking into my life, can I say I've lived my purpose? I'm at peace with God. Luke chapter 2, Simeon says, when he sees Jesus, at last, all-powerful master, you give leave to your servant to go in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all nations. How well have you lived? How fruitful your life has been. How purposeful has it been. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.